0: When were the... What school's... (laughs) Who decides what the next...
1: Where's that story?
0: Why they keep the loop... What is this?
1: It's Curious City. Where WBEZ answers your questions...
2: About Chicago, the region, and its people. Doors closing. Riding a CTA. Have you ever heard this announcement? Soliciting and gambling are prohibited on CTA vehicles. Did you then think, gambling? I've never sat cramped in my seat, then looked up from my phone to see someone in a full-on game of roulette, or any old ladies pulling on slot machine arms, or anyone jumping up and down when they hit 21. And if the gambling announcement ever confused you, you're not alone. A Curious City listener named Annie called in.
0: Why is there an announcement on the CTA saying that gambling is prohibited. Is this really a problem? I'm just picturing people like sitting there rolling dice down the aisle of the train like thinking
2: that's never going to happen. Well, Annie, I'd like to look into this for you. My name is Shannon Kaysen. I'm a storyteller from Detroit, but I spent a fair amount of time in Chicago riding the CTA. And I also have a pretty bad gambling problem. I've lost my job, a condo, and plenty of money over the years. It's been a real struggle for me. If gambling's out there on the CTA, maybe my experience would give me a better chance of finding the actual gamblers and people who, like myself, might be hurt by it. I'll start where they might actually have answers about that announcement on the train the CTA headquarters.
1: I wouldn't say it's one of our, our top issues, but it's definitely something that we still want to make announcements about.
2: CTA spokesman Jeff Tolman.
1: Since 2015, uh, we've had nine report instances to our customer service department about people witnessing gambling on our system. That is a very low number, you know, in comparison to other behaviors on our system.
2: What kind of gambling do you most see on the CTA? Um, The three-card Monty
1: or the uh, shell game. It is meant to defraud customers. We always say that
2: the best commute a customer can have is an uneventful commute. So is gambling on the CTA actually a problem? Annie, we're a couple minutes in and we've got you an answer. But you know what? I'm not ready to drop the mic yet nine reported complaints in more than a year. That does seem like a small problem, but like I said, trust me on this, gambling can hit even just one person pretty hard. And the whole fraud thing the CTA talks about, well, that can make it even worse. Annie, if there's anything to that announcement, then I wanna find out more about the hustle and the harm that keeps inspiring the CTA to run it day after day. Funny enough, it's easier to find the harm. It
1: does happen, and it's, you know, it's something that's not good. It's taking advantage of the naive and um, inexperienced.
2: Bill Savage teaches Chicago history and culture at Northwestern University. About 20 years ago, Bill saw a shell game on the red line. I turned as I'm speaking to my friends. I said, This is the oldest con in the book. I don't know why anybody would do this. The shell game guys overheard him warning other passengers that the game was a con. So they got in Bill's face and threatened him. Bill said,
1: look, if it's an honest gambling game, why are you getting my face like this? And then I hit the button for the conductor and said, you know, third or fourth car, you got a shell gang going on. And they all got off at the next platform together.
2: So it doesn't happen too often. But man, does Bill remember this one time he saw it 20 years ago. It was a con game that turned into a confrontation. The CTA doesn't really care if you're throwing your money away. They're more worried about some sort of brawl happening in your car if someone starts demanding their money back or someone stands up for a passenger getting roped in. The best commute is an uneventful commute. Some people's get it and some people's not hey, Some people's blind and some
0: people's ain't. Where is the ball? This is
2: some cell phone footage I found on YouTube of a shell game guy on the CTA. He's got his own portable setup with a board covered in felt and three bottle caps under which he's moving a little ball around. This is his own little portable bootleg Las Vegas. Here's where the fun begins. Next person find my ball,
1: get a chance to win some of these fifties and hundreds, my friends. Middle, middle, you got it right. Show me you got fifty. I'm gonna we'll pay you hundred right
2: now. In the background, a woman's jaw drops when he pulls out a big wad of bills. Passengers are standing around grinning with their eyes fixed on this guy.
1: Up to the uh, and let's stop right now from the train.
2: Remember. I'm on my own search for a proud shell guy like this, to learn how he does it, and maybe even why. But the problem is, this video is nine years old. I'm not sure if he's the last of the Red Line Hustlers. I'm making this guy my own personal white whale, and these are my leads. The video is taken on the Red Line around the Addison stop. Some people on Twitter posted that they spotted him pretty recently and that he hangs around when the L is busy. We're on the red line. We're at the Addison stop. It's a Cubs game going on right now. It's early afternoon. This is prime time for if we're going to see somebody doing some gambling on the train. This is the time to do it. If we don't find anyone, we're still going to talk to some people. Have you ever seen any gambling uh, on the long, train. On a train once a long, long time ago.
1: Yeah, I've seen those, but mostly on the streets.
2: I ain't seen no gambling on the train, not since they changed it around.
0: I haven't, no. I actually never even heard that announcement. <laughs> yes, I have seen it. I just saw
2: it last week for the first time. It didn't bother me, though. It didn't bother you? No. Man, I just missed them. Just like that little red ball. It's tough to find these guys when you're looking for them. I stayed on the trains for a while, hovering around spots Twitter said that he'd be. I tell you, I don't want this to be a complete bust, so I hedged my bets a little. If I can't find the hustler, I have the next best thing. A guy up the red line in Rogers Park. He knows shell game hustlers and the mechanics of the game.
1: My name is Kevin McGrady. I'm a graphic designer, magician, and part-time raconteur.
2: Kevin grew up fascinated by con games, and unlike the average CTA rider who never sees any gambling, for years, Kevin actively searched for them.
1: I really became fairly obsessed with just kind of like keeping an eye out for them. But I probably once tried to follow him for about four or five hours.
2: What Kevin is going to explain is when you're watching a shell game, that part of your brain that lights up that says that you can win, that part of your brain is wrong. in his years of watching it on the trains Kevin began to see the same person winning and this is the most important part you're not just playing one person
1: the whole idea of it is that you'll have the person that's won some money so you've seen that person win money that person is in on it so that person is there to try and make it seem like a legitimate
2: game The people you see win who are in cahoots with the shell guy are called shields. S-H-I-L-L-S. Not shells, shields. And if that wasn't fair enough, when the shells start moving, the shell guy has already palmed the ball. It's not under any of the shells.
1: As soon as he moves it, it's out of there. And now he has it. And he can put it under any shell that he wants to. You're never going to win, basically.
2: Over the years, Kevin saw plenty of people lose. Normally it would be like twenty or thirty bucks.
1: But I did see like probably a DePaul kid lose about two hundred and fifty bucks. He kept betting, you know, until finally the guy's like, Well, I gotta go. (laughs) And he got off the train (laughs) you know.
2: Like I've got taken once on the three card Mm -hmm. game. I was young and I saw it and I saw somebody win. And I'm seeing it, and I'm like, man, I, I could use an extra 50. And the guy had the car bent almost. Oh, right. Where right. you could see a bend mark, and I'm like, you don't even see it. It's a bend mark. You're you saying, oh, yeah, with the bend mark. What's that about? What's, what do you know about that bend mark?
1: That has been put in there for a reason. He might bend the corner his own self. And then when you go to bet, the guy is basically through some really good sleight of hand, has taken the bend out of the one card and has put it in the losing card. That's
2: how they got me. (laughs) Yeah, so that's how, and I just went away shaking my head. But that never got me again. After finally figuring out how that guy got my 50 bucks, I head home kicking myself for being such a dummy back then. I didn't find any hustlers. And out of all the people I talked to today, no one else admitted that they got taken. But while I wait for my train home, I see this guy on the platform. you already take a gamble about riding CGA, period. All right, all right. Real, have you ever lost money on the three car money or any of those games? I sure have. And I can recall, I, this is a vivid situation. I'll never forget it. Getting ready for my eighth grade graduation. I got $35 in my pocket. So I get to Roosevelt and Halston. I'm sitting back, I'm watching the guy do the three-card molly routine, and I'm saying to myself, I got him, I got him, I got him. And he got me. <laughs> and do you know that was the longest ride home from CTA in my life? And ever since then, never gambled again a day in my life. So i like to say thank you to the young man who played three-card molly that day. Your routine taught me a lesson. And to this day, that lesson still stands. I don't gamble. Man, I wish I would've had that revelation when I was a kid. This guy only lost $35 in his life. I've lost thousands. When I started this, I wondered if the CTA announcement about gambling is a waste of time. Now I'm not so sure. Remember, the CTA wants your commute to be boring. And most of the time, it is. I understand. It's natural to look around for distractions. Then a great personality comes in your car. He sits across from you. He's smiling and waving money around. And people next to you are winning. Then you think, winning is more fun than watching. I want to play. Stop that nonsense. If you don't listen to the CTA's gambling announcement, then listen to Shannon Cason's public service announcement. Don't play. If no one plays the game, it becomes a non-issue. And when that sinks in, the CTA won't need to make those announcements anymore. Reporting for this story came from Colin McNulty and me, Shannon Casey. Support for Curious City comes from the Doris and Howard Conant Fund for Journalism.
0: The Curious City podcast is supported by Goose Island Beer Company. Goose Island Brewers' curiosity drives them to reimagine traditional styles, creating a diverse range of award-winning beers, including Bourbon County brand Stout, Goose IPA, and Four Star Pills. More at gooseisland.com. We don't need to be the only beer you drink. We just want to be the best beer you drink. Next time on Curious City... It's 1992, and water is flooding the Merchandise Mart. They think it's coming from a water main. But then... Hey,
1: there's fish in this water.
0: That's when this guy figured out what was really happening.
1: I'm looking at the Kinsey Street Bridge, and below I see what looks like the world's largest drain. Somebody ought to wake the mayor up.
0: That's next time on WBZ's Curious City.